Today's readings from Isaiah, Psalm 62, and the Gospel address a common theme. Trust in God is one of the few things that God asks of us, and yet it is often the most difficult thing for us to do. When Jesus says, you cannot serve both God and mammon, the Hebrew root word for mammon is thought by scholars to mean trust, meaning that in which one places one's trust. And if we're honest, we prefer to put our trust in ourselves or in the various disciplines and institutions we create because they provide us with the comforting, though temporary, illusion that we are in control of our lives. Sooner or later, those temporary illusions prove to be unreliable, and that is easily evidenced by all of our worries and anxieties about so many things. It is not an accident that in the Gospel, Jesus asks us three times, do not worry. Each and every one of our creations, our disciplines, our institutions will sooner or later fail us. And not one of them has the power to prevent us or our loved ones from entering into the mystery of death. Despite all of our meticulous planning, all our skills at conniving and scheming and manipulating objects, people, money, situations, we will never have absolute control over the things that impact our lives. And that frightens us. Trust in God is the only antidote to our fears, worries, and anxieties. And yet, trusting in God is a dangerous thing to do because it means we have to take serious stock of ourselves. In the early 14th century, St. Catherine of Siena wrote a book called The Dialogue. It is a collection of conversations she had with God. St. Catherine is really quite a character. She didn't think praying to God had to be this big, fancy, elaborate sort of thing. It was, it was having a conversation with God. And God spoke back. And she recorded these conversations. And God apparently had quite a bit to say to St. Catherine about our lack of trust in him. Why do you not put your trust in me, your creator? Because your trust is in yourselves. Am I not faithful and loyal to you? Of course I am. But it seems they do not believe I am powerful enough to help them or strong enough to aid and defend them against their enemies, or wise enough to enlighten their understanding, or merciful enough to want to give them what is necessary for their salvation, or rich enough to enrich them, or beautiful enough to give them beauty, or that I have food to feed them, or garments to reclothe them. Their actions show me they do not believe it. Recently, the woman who manages my retirement investments visited with me for quite some time to go over my long-term plans, which I'm beginning to realize are much more short-term than I originally had thought. 
And my plans are, by most people's standards, quite modest. To step away from the generally useless diocesan and parish administrative nonsense, be able to live independently, develop some personalized ministries, and then be able to help out in parishes. And when our meeting ended, I thought, okay, I think I got this thing pretty well wrapped up. I just, everything's lined up, everything. I'm in control, and then it dawned on me, I never bothered to ask if this is what God wants from me. And I had to ask myself, how much do I trust God? And one of the exercises I'm going to engage in during this Lent, and for me Lent began last Sunday, is to routinely ask myself, how much do I trust God? And where I don't trust him, why don't I trust him? Jesus does not ask us to suppress our concerns about the necessities of life. <coughs> he assures us that his Father knows what we need. He asks, however, that we focus on first things first, to seek the kingdom of God. Now, practically speaking, what does that really mean? I think it's quite simple, because God is simple. It is to remember our great dignity, being made in the love and image of the Father, redeemed by the holy and life-giving cross of the Son, and sanctified by the Holy Spirit. It is to remember that we each have an eternal destiny, that we are each solely responsible to play out in this little blip of time we call life by how we treat those we love, those we do not like, those we do not know, and how we treat ourselves. It is to remember how much God loves us. And if we focus on these things, these first things, then everything else in our lives will find its proper place.